I'm Angela Konkin. And I'm your why guy, Jerry Visca. Welcome to our podcast. Inspiring one million whys together. Woohoo! <laughs> so who's Jerry? Well, he's formally educated in architecture, a branding expert, author of 18 books, and today focuses all of his awesome creative energy on helping people answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? Don't forget, love, I've also toured 11 countries inspiring thousands of people. Oh yeah, I forgot. And Angela happens to be the love of my life. Thanks, love. So, who's Angela? She's a trained life and leadership coach, but today focuses her energies not just on me, but on helping people train their brain through the power of meditation and, of course, touring the world with me on this inspiring mission of One Million Wise. I like to call myself the fluffy sidekick. Together, we're inspiring one million whys in the world. I help you ignite your deeper why, which, of course, I define as the world helped by you. And I help you live it, baby, by training and conditioning your mind. So this podcast is where we thought it would be cool to share more of us and the energy of this big, fat, audacious vision of inspiring one million whys. And how it all comes to life through this magical thing called why time. We'll also share how we do this together with each other, which is what I love. It's amazing. I love doing this with you, Jerry. But most importantly, this vision can only come to life together with you because we can't do it alone. And that's why we're sharing it. So thanks for tuning in. So welcome to our first podcast, love. Hey, everyone. <laughs> this is about inspiring one million wives together. Yes. So for our very first podcast, uh, Jerry and I want to share with you this whole big fat vision called One Million Wise. Excited to share. Yeah. And how we do this together, which is awesome, but also how we do it together with you with everybody out there, which is why we thought a podcast would be really great to share even and more And it's our this. first podcast official launch. It is. And <laughs> I love doing it together. I love doing all this together and still loving each other through the whole process. I know. It's, it's, it's quite a ride. So, Love, I thought we would start by just sharing a little bit about our own story. Do we you call each first? other Love, just so you guys know. Yeah, that's our name for each other. Sure. Yeah. So what's our own story? What what have we experienced on our journey so far? You want to start? What we've experienced together or what no. brought us together? Well, both, I think. Let's start what we've experienced in our own lives. I mean, what I've experienced for myself, definitely uh, having been originally trained in the field of architecture, I was really hung up years ago in a massive doing mode, thinking that, you know, fulfillment in life would have been through doing. And it took me a long journey to arrive to this point now of of inspiring one million wise as a as a speaker and an author and a novelist that it's all about being Mm. that's that's the best way for me to summarize it it's about being and when I finally got clear on being I attracted Angela Konkin wow so you were one of those doing machines just like me (laughs) I was tapping on the table (laughs) well you also went from architecture into creating your own 
a hybrid marketing company. Yes. Share a little bit about that because that's part of the doing. It was all part of a journey. Um, I, I was always involved on the people side of architecture, love. I was always focused on the extracting of that deeper why and inspiration in the building or in the community I was designing. And it just naturally led to wanting to create some kind of, and I call it a hybrid because I really didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I knew that I wanted to creatively inspire people and their ideas to action. So it evolved into a very cool uh, marketing presentation, communications firm. And then from there it evolved when I was getting way more clear on the why it became a very cool why branding company where mm-hmm. we were developing branding strategies for really cool organizations. Mm-hmm. But then when it really hit home, it was 2007 when I decided I just wanted to pour myself into people mm. and everything shifted from that point. I was now focused on more everyday people than I was organizations at that point. Mm-hmm. Although you still did work with organizations. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Organi- I did The work I did with organizations was more on the inspirational side, mm-hmm. right? The people inspirational side. So that's when I became a full uh, a registered speaker. But I was moving away from the branding strategies more into a consulting role. Mm-hmm. And then that allowed me the space to cultivate the, uh, the bigger picture of my life, which was to really inspire the world to answer the only question that matters. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Amazing. It and is amazing. When I met you almost eight years ago, or more than eight years ago, I'm losing track now, um, you were doing a lot of this really cool creative coaching, creative brand coaching, why coaching, coaching, ignite coaching. Ignite. And um, boom. <laughs> I know. And that was really awesome because when I met you, and my story's yet to come, uh, I was you know, experiencing the people that were coaching with you, the the whole Ignite coaching program you had going, igniting their deeper why, which you didn't call it their deeper why at the time, but that's what that was. It was their brand essence. Their brand essence. And what I was noticing at the time is like, oh my goodness, these people were on fire. What the heck is happening? And all I kept thinking when I met you at that point is I want, I want what these people have. I want some of that. You know, I want, I want what these people have. So um, that was really cool. So that's that's part of, and then um, so just to share with you a little bit about me, and then we'll talk about how we came together, which is pretty explosively cool, and why we want to do this together, why we do so much together. So, uh, as Jerry often jokes, I spent 17 years in corporate life, and uh, then I became trained and certified as a, a coach, a life and leadership coach. Because I needed something else in my life. I was like, that was sucking the life force out of me. And I didn't believe in what I was doing. I was so miserable at it. And I was searching for something more meaningful and fulfilling. And I was not fulfilled in all aspects of my life. My relationship, my work, uh, no sense of contribution. Although, you know, towards the end of that time, which is like now over 10 years ago, I was starting to uh, discover the area, the field of personal growth and um, my passion for health and things like that. And that started me down the path of coaching. I started meeting all these coaches. And so then I, I launched my own company and 
da-da-da, there you but go. But little did you know you were about to meet the, the master <laughs> coach that was coaching all the coaches. I know. Then I met Jerry, and oh my goodness, we were both, this is a really good story. We got to share this. Well, so let me just add, so yeah. the, at the time that I met Angela, I was I had just released my fourth book. It's mm. funny because it was my fourth book of 18, right? Yeah. Called The Innovation Gap, and I was coaching at a really cool place that... Um, was in Burlington mm-hmm. and the owner kept saying, Oh, you guys got to meet, you got to meet. And, and we hadn't met each other yet, but yeah, I was coaching hundreds of really cool people that mm-hmm. were, um, really a lot of them were in leadership and, and coaching, which was kind of cool. But when we finally came together, that was the start of an explosive. When I look back and all the things we've created since then, mm-hmm. You know, I was, I thought what I was doing was pretty cool. And it took massive belief in myself to push to that point where I already was an inspirational speaker, I had published four books, but I had really just scraped the surface and you helped um, ignite some other things in me. Yeah. So um, really cool. So let's talk about cool. how we came together because that was Yeah. So, really these, uh, so this owner, I, I was coaching at this place and Think in, spot. in Burlington and we were really I was really inspired by the work I was doing there. And the owner kept saying, oh, there's this amazing uh, coach, Angela. You two are so similar. You know, you have very similar energies and you guys got to come together. Yeah. And I kept hearing, hey, you got to meet this guy, Jerry. And I don't think people meant it on a romantic front at that time. They just thought we had similar energies, uh, you know, and we just needed to meet each other. Yeah. So at the time I was coaching so many people one after another. It was a three-day program. It was just a massive undertaking to take them from concept to a full, full-blown program. And I was also at that point, I had started developing these evenings of inspired thinking. Mm-hmm. And now they're called the tank. But back then they were called Why Wednesdays. Yeah, that's um, cool. You know, there were these nights and I had, had created quite a few of them. But then I started wanting you to come to them. So after we had first met... Um, okay, so let's talk about that because that story is pretty cool. And people ask us a lot of the time, how did you and Jerry meet? So again, people were saying, you guys have to meet. We heard this actually um, for months. And then finally, I reached out to Jerry and said, hey, a lot of people think you and I should meet. So let's meet. And so I was at ThinkSpot that day. I had a meeting. Um, and then Jerry and I was, uh, had been scheduled to meet and the meeting almost didn't take place cause you forgot. No, I had it. I didn't forget. I had it on another day for some reason, which was kind of weird. And mm-hmm. I had just had a meeting in the area and I started to take off. And then I got the text from the owner of ThinkSpot that said, Hey, Angela's here. Yeah. So I just did a U-turn and went back. And then he exploded into, uh, your Thinkspot life and into my life. And um, we have not looked back. And from then, it was uh, Jerry invited me to one well, of his... Well, hang on. The way I felt, I need to know. <laughs> okay. Like, no, like I, <laughs> it was almost like when I... Gravity took a hold of me. When I saw Angela, I literally wanted to fall on my knees. I remember blasting in and I looked to my left, looked to my right, and she was sitting with the owner of ThinkSpot. And I remember just feeling of I had loved her a thousand years ago. That's what it felt like. And it was a, it was it was a really great conversation. I was taken with her, and I knew some that I needed to reconnect with her, and I knew that I had loved her before, but I couldn't tell her that because there were a lot of things that were going on. That <laughs> a lot of things that were going on in, in both. But then of our one lives. of my clients, uh, I had who had just gone through Ignite with me, um, 
I had designed a really cool event experience for her. And I invited seven to eight people to participate in this two-day retreat. And I really wanted Angela to be there. Yeah. That was a few months later. You almost couldn't come, but somehow you magically showed up. I actually didn't want to come because nothing was working in my life. And I thought, the last thing I need is another retreat. But my friend Ken, who was invited to the retreat, made he just said, Ange, you got to come, you got to come. And as soon as I got in the car, we got drove up to this amazing, beautiful place. And as soon as I got there, I said, oh my goodness, yes, I need to be there. That's because she saw me with my chef's jacket on cooking. (laughs) But I often say that when the universe, when you decide what you really want most, and we were both seeking new levels of spiritual, physical, emotional, mental connection, the universe conspires in your favor. Oh yeah, totally. And it's not random. It's not random that we both uh, arrived at this place, think spot to coach. It's not random that... um, this event experience that I created mm-hmm. opened up the opportunity for Angela to really truly fall, I think, in love with me at that on that weekend. <laughs> and yes, I did. After the second day of the retreat, I just said to Jerry, "You know what? I know how I feel, and uh, I love you." But and- it's because I blindfolded her. <laughs> And fed her my homemade red wine risotto. That's Ooh, what really did it. Over, it was at a special dinner. That and the other seven people were like, oh, come on, I don't get fed <laughs> risotto blindfolded. <laughs> they had to feed themselves. Okay, so the rest is history. We're together and we're on this journey that is amazing. And so much of what has evolved over the last eight years that we have been together, growing together, is this vision of one million whys in the world. But major things um, launch from that point. Oh, yeah. Like to- like what launched from that point, if I had to summarize into three areas, mm. it would be our publishing business, yep. which started to flourish together, and I'll summarize that a bit. But I like these headings. Um, our evenings of inspired thinking, our touring, yeah. our speaking, basically, yep. our, our coming together that way. And it was a huge compliment. And then even just my own books... Because at that point, I just exploded. I had launched my fifth book, Think, which you edited. This was the first book. And I used this as a, this was like the catalyst because Angela got involved with my writing and my coaching through Think. And Think has become the foundation of all my coaching. Well, it was the foundation of your coaching and you just captured it in Think. And then right? from there, so. it just took off. You know, we launched our publishing business, our magazine definers yeah. took off and all of our touring together took mm-hmm. off so and you even came to istanbul with me i did and she didn't like istanbul well i did it you was found great it, too it was a, it was an interesting city i i like it um lots of interesting things in istanbul so anyways so that's been our journey so far and obviously more to tell but um we really wanted this first podcast to be about you know sharing with you about this vision of one million whys it's a and big vision love. where did that come from but before we get to that how that has unfolded we thought we'd share with you um you know what we're seeing out there as coaches in the work that we're doing because that really is why one million whys evolved because because of what jerry and i are seeing out there in our work in our coaching and our publishing um, so let's talk about that mm-hmm. a bit. Sure. You know, so I've been a coach now for over uh, 10 years, coaching people in organizations, individuals. And, you know, 
what I'm seeing out there, and I say this with great empathy and compassion all the time, is that despite this self-help age we've created, which has been really great, we are still lost. We are still lost. We still have so many people, I would say most of us, that still can't answer big questions like, what is the bigger picture of my life? Why do I exist? Which is what you're all about, Jerry. But they're still lost. Uh, And we, you know, we're doing machines. (laughs) We can't seem to stop. And this is one doing machine saying this, uh, what that's all about. And um, we're destroying our world in the process of all this. But what do you have to say to that, Jerry? You know, in all your work, what you're seeing out there. You know, I, I find through my journey that people are are more disconnected in what is supposed to be known as the connection age. And we've disconnected from the truth of who we really are. We've disconnected from the truth of our of our deeper why, which I've come to define as the world helped by you. So throughout all of my talks across so many different kinds of countries, all my publications, all the coaching, there's a common there's a there's a common denominator and the the common denominator is this disconnect from our soul from this all-knowing uh, light inside of us that wants us to know who we are so i think we've we've forgotten that we're human beings mm-hmm. and i often say we're not human doings but we're very become very defined in this society by doing doing more we're chasing more <laughs> yeah be, and, and when you start to see your deeper why is as a way of being You'll start to come back and remember the things that really bring you joy, the actions, and it fulfills you. So what else are you seeing out there through the work that you're doing? You know, I've seen that people are unfulfilled and they're unhappy in their chosen professions. They're realizing that they've been let down almost by their education system Mm -hmm. that says, don't focus on your passion because you can't make any money off of that. You know, they're, they're, they're finding that there's a lack of joy. And it's funny because I only ask um, people really three profound questions during Y time. And one of them is, what is your deeper joy? And they struggle to answer that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the deeper questions like, what are you really seeking? You know, there's a real, that's where I really connect with someone's soul. And that what's showing up is that they don't know how to answer what they're what they're truly seeking because they're trying to answer it with their head. Mm-hmm. You know, and what comes to the top right off the bat is I'm seeking freedom. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Well, uh, it's always connected to a financial goal. But once you finally, they surrender and you take them deeper into the ocean of their <laughs> soul, what starts to show up is I want to remember why I'm really here. Mm. I don't want to leave this earth without feeling a sense of contribution you know, they feel this lack of contribution mm-hmm. they, and they don't have balance. That's the biggest thing is lack of balance. I don't have time. No, it's just that you've chosen to make time for what doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding that more and more um, wake up calls are showing up. You know, obesity is on the rise. Um, medication is on the rise. Mm-hmm. Disease is Disease on the is rise. Disease is on the rise. And, and the world is, the universe want, is waking us up. Mm-hmm. But we're, most of us aren't listening to mm-hmm. this wake up call. Yeah. So, you know, lots of things that we're seeing out there, lots of discomfort, lots of uh, still discontent. And, um, you know, that. so that really, you know, started to um, 
you know, drive us towards this vision of One Million Wise. Actually, it evolved from when I met you. I was always on the mission well, to you inspire were, One Million. Well, you were always on a mission to inspire One Million, but then when I started really uh, connecting with you and seeing the magic of the work you do, and I do call it magic because I always say it's like Jerry uh, takes a syringe in a really good way and plunges it into your heart and your spirit, and it's like he he pulls out your light and he holds it up and he says, this is how shiny you really are. And that's where I knew, oh my goodness, Jerry's gift is to really, really see your deeper why, hold it up for you to see how shiny it is because you've forgotten, you've buried it. We've all buried it. You know, not just in this lifetime, but many lifetimes we've buried uh, our deeper why, our light. And which, you know, as Jerry defines as the world helped by you, we'll get a little bit more into that. But so Jerry was always on this mission of inspiring one million. But you just but made it better. Life. I just made it better. You were like the cherry we're, on top. <laughs> we're on a mission to inspire one million wise because that's what this Jerry's work was all about. You know, he... You have this gift, love, for igniting someone's deeper why. And you always say... Your why is not your goal. It's not your reason. It's not your kids or your mortgage. We love you kids, but your why is not your kids or your mortgage or your the corporation you work for, even if they have a great vision or mission. You know, do you want to talk about that, love? What yeah, is I mean, this why we're talking about? First of all, I love that you have made and 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 strengthened this this deeper work with why. For me, I truly believe that every soul uh, in this lifetime, in this universe, has been imprinted with a purpose, a deeper purpose. I just think we're here to do something more than just build more shopping malls. You say that a lot. And but it's I, true. That encompasses It so encompasses much. everything. Because I had yeah. this whole thing when I was in architecture. <laughs> I don't even know if Angela knows this, but I was offered this job to leave everything to build shopping malls. And I remember saying to myself, why the fuck do I want to build shopping malls? <laughs> because I hate shopping malls. I hate going into the shopping mall. I hate the size of the parking lots. The energy of the shopping mall. And I just believe that our light is here to wake us up. And many of us, if we're lucky enough to really become what we were meant to be, then something new opens up. And for me, since I've decided you know, years ago, to, almost 20 years ago, to leave the field of architecture that I was so trained in, 10 years of education, massive training, interning. And when I decided to just listen, I often say, and I think I wrote a book on it called, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. He did. <laughs> but I know why. That I decided I wanted to be a part of a new ROI for the world. One where we reach out and inspire the light in others. Mm -hmm. And this is the deeper why that I've been called to kind of whisper into the hearts of humanity. And let's talk about how that comes to life. I love that. What's well, first of all, it comes to life through Angela's idea of why time. And Angela had the idea when I had launched my 11th book. So 11 out of 18, it was called, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And it was a very different kind of approach to, I call it an unself-help book. It was really capturing these nine insights of what I believed are the true um, way or inspiration to ignite 
the deeper why. Guys, I often say the why ignites the way. And when you saw that book come to life, you said you got to give why time to people. Well, first of all, I'd already been witnessing you doing this. We just hadn't framed it as why time. You had already been igniting people's deeper why. You had this gift. And I just saw it. And I said, oh my goodness, now with this book, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I know why. You have to give why time with the purchase of your books. And at first, Jerry said, are you kidding, Ange? I can't do all that why time. Like, yeah, it's that's, like a scheduling nightmare. That's that's like so much why time. But then when Jerry started doing it, at first when I come up with an idea, he's like, You're, you got to be kidding. And then he mulls it over for a little bit and he says, wow, that might that might be something. So then when you yeah, started... Yeah, I think that's a male thing. So <laughs> listen to your the women in your life because they know what they're talking about. But then when Jerry started giving more why time... Um, he would, there would be times, and this still happens today, where he would be giving this why time and he would, I remember this one time you had been doing all this why time and you came up to me and you said, you had tears in your eyes and you said, Ange, yeah, I can do this. This is like, this is my gift. This is what I meant to do. And I said, I know for sure. So the vision does come to life through why time and why time today we define not just as one-on-one time with Jerry. I mean, cause he can only do so much. He's one person, but everything we do, whether it's our inspirational books and publications, our coaching, our speaking, inspiring work, it's all wrapped around why time now. So because it's so foundational yeah. and just looking back, listening to you and I love that we're sharing our story because everything is synchronistic if you look back you'll see that you know the universe truly did conspire to amplify this work bring us together and you know I always felt I had to do a lot of this alone even though I had at the time an agency that had a large amount of staff I remember the loneliness I felt when I was trying to pursue what at the time I couldn't define but I just knew there was a bigger picture there was a bigger picture for me. There was a bigger picture for humanity. and But I was such a student because I was unaware that I was even unaware. And just um, stepping into it was incredible. Well, let's talk just for a few minutes about that feeling alone. I felt very much alone in what I call my past life, you know, uh, in a relationship where our values were not aligned. I think you were even interviewed on some Oprah thing. <laughs> Don't talk about, about that. About that, right? No, don't talk about That's that. That's pretty cool. Anyways, I felt alone. You know, great person, human being that I was with at the time. Uh, Jerry was in another relationship as well. Great human being, but our values weren't aligned. And to be doing this together today where we're, you know, we're really in sync. Hey, we go through our ups and downs. But, you know, that's doing this together is really, really powerful. And it's, it's amazing. So, but it's um, surrendering to this bigger vision. You had a vision. I had a vision. The universe brought that vision together. Mm -hmm. And this is where the belief comes in. And, you know, I often say that the four elements of creation, see, we're all born as creators, love. And the first step into that is to, first of all, to believe that you're meant for more. And, through the believing and just surrendering to unseen forces, inspired action start start to happen. 
like myself, going to ThinkSpot to meet you, um, stepping into writing a book that I didn't think I had the right to, to even write. When you start to surrender that, then you'll be able to receive the love that for the longest time I, I didn't think I was worthy of receiving. So it's really driven by love. It's driven by a love for yourself, a love for humanity, a love for others. And when you realize that you don't have to do this alone, that, that's what's starting to happen now. We're now we're attracting you know, what I call Y tribes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're attracting Y tribe leaders. Y time ambassadors. Y well, time ambassadors. And that know. really is the bigger picture of the together part because yes, Jerry and I are on this inspired path together, uh, but we are doing it together and attracting the most amazing people who believe in this vision. And that's why we're doing something like a podcast to just share the vision more and more. Hey, maybe not everybody will get it. Obviously not everybody. Some people out there might go, oh my goodness, what the heck's this all about? But we don't care. It's, it's getting into the hearts of those that are meant to receive it. And it's a beautiful thing to see. I love it. I yeah, love it. Yeah, these people are what I call warriors of light. Like they mm-hmm. really, they don't just see it, but they want to light it up for others. They want to amplify it. Yeah. You know, they want to turn the switches on and they, they want to take your light and, yeah. and cast it out into the world. And I love the, the Y Time ambassadors, mm-hmm. we're calling them Y Tribe leaders, that they've received Y Time, this magical thing that lights up their soul and helps them understand how the world is helped by then. But then they want others to experience that. So they don't keep it to themselves. They are helping to expand this ripple of Y energy. And like I said, we can't do this alone, but to start attracting these awesome humans that want to amplify that ripple and want others to feel as on fire as they do, it is so amazing to witness. It's not funny. So I'm going to ask Angela a really deep question now around your work with the mind, because for the longest time, I knew how to ignite the why, but I was really searching for the person that would help people live it. So maybe you can share about how, how that evolved and how you're helping people live it through symphonies for the mind. Well, the, uh, so the way Jerry and I come together, uh, like in our work, is we say Jerry helps you ignite your deeper why and I help you live it. And as Jerry said, it's all about the, about the mind because the only thing that really gets in the way is the quality of our thinking, of our mind. And what I've discovered on this path that I've been on around coaching is that I was working with people within their busy, conscious survival state of mind. And that was only going so far. And I believe it's it's one of the reasons why personal growth, self-development only goes so far. So that's where I started to discover the science of the mind and meditation and how from a calmer state of mind, we can really start to live personal growth themes and concepts. And in this respect, start living our deeper why. Because once it's ignited through why why time, you got to live it. And that means training and conditioning your mind. So that's a pretty cool, powerful combo if you think about it. I'll help you with your soul, which is why time, and Angela will help you with your mind, which yeah. is symphonies for the mind. So I think so that's cool. a great, great, a great pairing. So uh, let's talk about the greater outcomes for the world uh, on inspiring one million wise love. What do you think is going to happen? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a great question, and I want to tie this into sort of the last three projects that I've taken on, which are these new transformational novels, and how it ties into this. 
But I believe that one, first of all, I believe one million whys, one million people waking up to why they're really here is going to, it, it, it's going to, it's going to be exponential. That'll become 10 million, million really over the next 12 months after that. And that'll become a billion. This world cannot thrive any further in fear. And you just have to look at these titles on these books that are, mm. they're even showing up, as you know, with fear. And I imagine a world where we truly remember why we're here. We, we remember what the true, you know, what if we got it wrong? Like, what if we actually went down the wrong track? We got on the wrong train as, you know, humanity just got on the wrong track, maybe back in the medieval times or whenever it was. <laughs> or before then. But we just, we're now kind of getting off that train. And I imagine a world where we wake up every day full of life, full of energy, full of enthusiasm for why we're really here. That's the world that I want to create and a world that I want to be remembered for creating. One where we truly, you know, I, I write about this. So I write about this in a lot of my last three books. And the last three books are these two back-to-back transformational novels that uh, they're called Remembering Why and Why Am I Here? And I refer to this as the whole, the W-H-O-L-E, the whole. And it's the world helped by others mm-hmm. through the light of everyone. Yeah. You've, you, you've really done, Jerry's doing, with each book that comes out, is doing a deeper dive into this whole concept of why we truly exist. So, and it comes to life through, you know, all our work, our publications, our coaching, and the uh, the novels, the the books, the collaborative books. So the outcome will be through your work with people's minds, mm-hmm. turning off the noise, the busyness, focusing on what matters, through a deeper understanding of their soul purpose. It's going to be a world filled with love. Yeah, and a world filled with love. And some of you may go, well, that that would be nice, but wouldn't it? Because if think about what a world full of more love would be doing. We wouldn't be destroying our world, our resources, which are running out like crazy. We would be thinking about how to help the world because as Jerry defines the why, it's the world world helped by by you. you. Yeah, and it's not random that that, even that thought, that definition, the way it whispered itself into into my heart, like this is happening. And I think many of us don't think we have the power to control outcomes. And this was a big shift for me when, when I finally decided to take 100% responsibility for the outcomes that I wanted to create in the world. But we look around, we think, oh, you know, we love dolphins, don't we? Who doesn't love dolphins? But we're doing everything to destroy dolphins. I know. Oh, wouldn't it be, don't we love the ocean love? Well, we can't even swim in half of them anymore. So we, we don't realize because that we are the ones that are contributing. Totally. And you know to what that. I love during Y time, love, is that when people come to Y time, most of them, as we said earlier on, are lost. And then at the end, it's like they, they're moved to tears. To see a human being moved to tears because their soul has been lit up by why they truly exist is such a beautiful thing to witness. And I imagine more and more of us waking up to that. You know, because some of these questions, I mean, I've been coached for a long time, but to answer the question, why do I exist? What's the bitter, bigger picture? Sorry. What's the bigger picture of my life? These are big, fat questions. And if we've buried them so deeply within our souls, not just through this lifetime, but through many, you know, we need a little bit of help. 
you know, know, remembering. I often say, if you want to have a good time at a party, bring Angela and I with you. <laughs> First of all, we'll enjoy drinking red wine with you, totally. not white wine. We'll, we'll, lots of red wine. <laughs> lots of red. But we love asking questions. And I'll never uh, go into kind of what you, what do you do or how's the weather. Or I'll, I'll always want to know what fires you up and what's your passion. And I just think that... Um, we're always looking forward to celebrating with people and celebrating who they really are. Yeah, yeah. And a huge intention both Jerry and I have is, well, one, we love connecting with people, supporting them, and also helping people not feel so alone on this journey. I think a lot of us feel alone. I think that's been more and more of your driving vision, love. More I see you as you actually feel almost ill when you know someone feels alone. And I think that's a big part of your um, awesomeness. Yeah, but I see it in you too. I do. I see it in Jerry, how he surrounds people in the work we do, our publications, his coaching. It's in you too. So I think we just amplify that for each other. So let's just talk about, as we get set to end the our very first, first podcast, podcast. Woohoo! Um, how it's going so far, how this vision of One Million Whys that comes to life through Why Time how it's going. You know, I love indicators. I always look at sort of measurement of things and it's going very well. And I tell you why, I know we're making a difference. So there's been more wide time than ever, but I had written two autobiographical based books, as you know, a couple years ago, uh, Influence and Big Dreamers. But just recently I published alongside these two novels, a new book that I had never created uh, up to this point called I Know Why. Mm -hmm with 16 Y-timers. So I bring this up because I've never seen more explosive connectedness and cohesion amongst authors that I brought into a book and had written seven collaborative books before then until this point. So something is working around connecting the deeper why in all of us. That, and, and I'm living the whole, the, whole, the world helped by others through the light of everyone. So these ambassadors, these Y-tribe leaders, these authors, they're showing up and they're wanting others to get some. Well, I love how the Y-Tribe leaders are showing up as a result of Y-Time, receiving Y-Time themselves, but now wanting this for others. They want to create tribes, people that are connected more deeply uh, to themselves through the power of knowing their own deeper why, and then feeling more connected as a team, as a tribe, whatever you're creating in the world, right? It all starts from deeper levels of connection to yourself. And there's something magical about why time or knowing why that gives that to people. So I I think that's what we're seeing. And um, so that's why we wanted to share more of this vision and, you know, uh, in do our part to shift the trajectory of this world because something's got to give, you know, and... So yeah. that's why we call this podcast One Million Wise. And I'm together. Jerry, and this is Angela. And together we exist to help you answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? <laughs> <laughs>